neutral corner. In the neutral corner. Hey guys, welcome to In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. For this episode, we're going to focus mainly on BKFC 41, uh, main event Mike Perry versus Luke Rockhold. Um, I watched a little bit of the UFC fights, but mainly watched the BKFC just because of my interest for the main event, co-main event, and uh, <clears throat> uh, featured fights. Um, to get right into it, uh, you know, we'll start with Ben Rothwell and Josh Copeland. Uh, excellent, excellent fight. I mean, uh, especially for Josh Copeland to take it on two weeks' notice and to put on the performance that he did against Rothwell. That's really cool and uh, really, you know, you know, that guy lives a fighter's lifestyle. You know, anywhere, anywhere, anytime. Uh, push the pace. You know, caught Ben with some big shots, but took some big shots himself. And those were some big dudes. Ben was 287, and then Josh was like 260-something, I think. So, pretty crazy. Um, big dudes hitting each other with no gloves. That's, uh, oof, that's rough. That is rough. That, I mean, the force and the mass behind those punches with no protection for their knuckles or your face. I mean, geez, it's, it's ridiculous. Ben's eye was completely swollen shut uh, by the end of the fight, but he uh, he got the victory, and his opponent, Josh Copeland's corner, threw in the towel in between rounds. And, you know, he pretty much just gassed out. The first two rounds, he really gave it everything he had. And uh, that Denver, you know, that Denver mile high air, that thin, thin atmosphere, uh, really got to some of these guys tonight. So that was last night. That was pretty crazy. Uh, Big Rothwell, of course, called out Alan Belcher and hollering and making all these different claims and things like that. Uh, you know, and honestly, he's a pretty tough test for Alan. Um, it's a, it's a, a difficult. A difficult uh, obstacle to overcome. To overcome. It's a difficult obstacle to overcome. You know, he's taller, bigger, you know, uh, doesn't necessarily mean he hits harder, but you know, now Belcher's going to be faster, though. That's the thing. You know, uh, ben is tough as hell. That, that's a really good and intriguing matchup. Um, that'll be an exciting one in the near future. Um, Eddie Alvarez versus Chad Mendez. What a great fight. What a war. Those guys really, um, really went at it. <clears throat> I, I thought, I thought Chad did really good. I, I mean, of course, Eddie did well. They gave him the majority decision. Um, a draw was, you know, pretty pretty close. They both knocked each other down. They both were throwing and missing. So that was an action-packed fight. It was pretty much everything we thought it was going to be. You know, uh, it it's it's tough fighting with no gloves. It's tough being in a bare knuckle fight. It's it's also tough watching it sometimes. Like sometimes these dudes are hitting and 
each other and it's just like god dang man like just the sound and then the way the cuts look oh man some of them guys get so cut up i mean eyes swollen shut so quickly that bone on bone is just different and i feel like even guys at that have fought at the highest level of mma you have are still you know apprehensive about being in a bare knuckle fight and they'll go in there and they could be the toughest guys like Eddie Alvarez and they get hit a couple times and they're like, oof, oof, screw this, right? Because, I mean, it's just different. And the damage is different. Everything is damage. It's it's like fighting with knives, you know? Like, even, even just a... It doesn't have to land super f- flush in order for it to be damage. You know what I mean? The damage done by the knuckles and... You know, just the ridges on the corners of your face and the sides of your head and the top of your head. Oh, man. Your teeth, your everything. We'll get to more about teeth here in a little bit. But that's rough, man. That's, a, I mean, just a jab. So, you know, the old, the old saying is that you can win a fight behind nothing but a good jab. Just jabbing someone to death, you know, in a boxing match. And that is... That's true. You can. However, uh, in in, in bare-knuckle boxing, a jab can completely change the fight. And more than just being a good fast jab. You can catch someone at the right angle and and just split them open, wide open, and, and the fight is done off a jab. You know, a punch that is normally looked at as a setup, throwaway punch type thing uh, for most people. Um... And that's just a, a difficult, God, it just makes it so difficult to fight. And that kind of segues into the main event. You know, just because you're a world champion in MMA or, like, as we see, world champions in boxing doesn't mean that you can come over to BKFC and do do as well as you think because the punches are different. You know, yeah, you can take a solid punch from a gloved fist, but... You know, as we saw with Luke Rockhold, oh man, and he was doing good. I uh, I expected him to get flatlined, so he did better than I thought that way. Uh, but he did quit. Now, I'm just calling it like I see it. He quit. He flat out quit. Said I don't want to do this no more. Do I blame him? <laughs> I can't say that I do, seeing that he's got cracked teeth and, you know fucked up his mouth like uh god that's that's rough tooth pain mouth pain is some of the worst oh it just that's awful but you know the first round he was staying really long sticking and moving um he popped mike perry with some good straight left hands down the pipe and um wobbled him got wobbled himself too but he wasn't as chinny as i thought he'd be mike of course was at a big reach disadvantage so you know he was kind of looping and hopping in and jumping and trying to get to Luke but then he's I tell you what he started to work that body too man and in that second round the beginning of that second round he was really just digging them knuckles into those body shots and uh, man that does not feel good and it opens you up because man they hurt so now you want to uh you know, now you want to 
block block the body and try to keep him from from attacking the body and your head's wide open and you just get your teeth smashed out your face i mean oof that's rough dude that is so rough oh i can't even Ugh, can't even Ooh, boy. yeah i don't blame him you know for mike perry you know what's next for him kind of hard to say uh truthfully it should be lorenzo hunt that would be the fight to make but it looks like they train together got some sort of quasi friendship so i don't know how that's gonna go but that would be that's the fight to make for sure. Especially because Hunt was put down in his last fight. You know. And then you know. Immediately put the other guy down. So he can be put down. But boy can he put you to sleep. So that that would be a very intriguing matchup. Uh, Chad Mendez decided to retire. Said pretty much win or lose. He was going to retire. He's tired of the fight camps. Tired of being in training camps. And he wants to focus on his family still. And do those things and you know made a couple of big checks and cashed out and honestly in my opinion there's nothing wrong with that you know we fight because we love it but at the end of the day we got to make a living and we got to get paid just like everybody else and as i've said in the defense of roy jones jr before you know you don't go to work and put you know papers in a copier out of the goodness of your heart or out of the passion for copying paper you do it because that's your freaking job and that's what the fuck you're supposed to do right and or or because that's what you know to do you, you may not want to be that but you damn it are you the best paper copier ever you know so these people that fight when they're old and fight for money so what if people are willing to watch these people fight then do it and if these guys are willing to fight, no one's forcing a gun to anyone's head and making them sign these fights. These are grown men saying, yeah, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it. So let them do it. And if Chad Mendez doesn't want to fight anymore because he cashed two big checks, so be it. He's earned that. He's earned that. Eddie Alvarez says he's going to keep fighting. So that'd be cool. Uh, what did they fight at? 65? So I don't really know... That'd be some interesting matchups, I'm sure. Um, I don't know who the champ is at 65 at BKFC. I don't follow it as closely. And, uh, you know, Luke Rockhold said, even with his shattered teeth and his busted up mouth, he's still wanting to fight. Just maybe with gloves next time. So I think he's had his bare knuckle fill. I can't say I blame him, man. It's a lot of damage. It's a lot of risk you take. Broken orbitals, you know, shattered bones, shattered hands. I mean, just the list goes on and on. And it's, it's a, that's, that's, everybody talks about it's the most exciting sport or whatever. It's like definitely the roughest sport for sure. Fighting someone bare knuckle. Speaking of bare knuckle, we have the bare knuckle fights coming up. Game bread fighting uh, next Friday, Cinco de Mayo for Jorge Masvidal. Um, Dylan Kleckler fighting Big Roy Nelson, you know, and, uh, that's an interesting matchup, you know, to dive more into that. Dylan, uh, is a big, strong dude, huge guy. And 
there there's a good possibility that Roy might get popped by Dylan and want to take him down and Roy being a black belt, you know, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be able to take it down Dylan. Dylan's a big, strong dude, man. Um, with that being said, though, Roy's got some of that sneaky, sneaky overhand right KO power. So Dylan's got to be really careful. You know, um, he's got to make sure not to be, he's got to make sure to be loose. He's got to make sure not to be stationary, you know, keep his, just keep his jab pumping. He can win the fight on the jab. Like I said, bare knuckle. Um, if I were him, I wouldn't even throw any kicks. I would just box this dude's head off. Roy Nelson's not going to be throwing no high kicks at you. He's not going to be throwing no body kicks at you. He might throw a couple of leg kicks, but he hasn't fought in three years. You know what I mean? It's time for Dylan to go out there and show everybody, like, hey, this is who I am. <laughs> and beat Roy Nelson, who's not that far off in age from Dylan, so it's not feeding Roy Nelson to a young lion coming up. Dylan getting the fight he deserves and getting what he rightfully deserves um, in an opportunity like this. Um, some awesome undercard fights. A lot of them. You need to check them out. They're going to be really good, um, exciting fights. Uh, you know, Marcus Perez is fighting another guy from the PFL. That That's going to be a good fight. That guy's uh, Marcus Perez is exciting, wild striker. And uh, he's going to bring the pain. And that's going to be a very interesting fight to watch. Because when I watched him up there in Milwaukee, he was a crazy dude. So um, that'll be really cool. There's plenty of other fights. I wish I was able to get on that one. But it didn't materialize. And it is what it is. It's not in the cards. There will be others. There will be other fights for me to take. You know. Um, but, you know, honestly, I'm going to cut it short today. I'm tired, I've had a tough weekend, and, um, you know, but I did really want to put this out for you guys, um, didn't pay attention to a whole lot of the UFC fights, so didn't, don't really have much to say on them, I don't even know who won the main event, I'm so behind, um, but thank you guys, I'm looking to try to get another interview in this week, so I'll let you know and keep you posted, uh, appreciate you guys, don't forget, like, follow, subscribe, in the neutral corner, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, Apple, Spotify. Thank you guys so much for listening. So you've been in the neutral corner with RJ Summerlin. Godspeed.